here? Hello, and welcome to Describe Fear. And yes, we are in the 1996? Yes, of course, I'm used to being talked over by a man, for sure. Even in 1996. <laughs> but we are in 1996 in the best year of film. The best year of film. Mm-hmm. Which is 1996. Mm-hmm. This is what we do at the top of the show. It's how we get started. Always. <clears throat> Sorry. Describe Fear. Gross. Welcome back to the show, Describe Fear 1996, here on Describe Fear the Fear, or something like that. What's Nin- the radio station called? 96 FM, the fear. 96 It's FM. on your paycheck, but you don't get paid, I don't right? get a paycheck. Yeah. You get tuppence? I don't know what is that, that is. Is that how we pay you? Nope. Okay. That's Mary Poppins. So what are we talking about today? What did we just... What did we just watch? Oh. A very great film. We're going to continue on with our film series. Yeah. Films of 1996-ish. I think we're like, turned out to be the best year of film so far. As yeah, we, so as why we, not watch we know. more? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I came across this movie called Eden. Mm. Just came out this mm-hmm. year. Yes. 1996, as you know. Yes. Describe 1996. Best if year I... of film. Oh. Duh. Go, okay. Well... Found this little film called Eden. Uh-huh. Uh, showed it to you? Yeah. You loved it. Well, I was intrigued by the trailer, which we should actually listen to the part of the trailer. Okay. Now. Mm-hmm. Helen Cunin had a husband and a home. She thought it was everything she wanted. We have responsibilities. Mine is to raise a family. Until she discovered there was more to life than she ever imagined. I dreamt I saw the whole thing. How did you get here so fast? I flew. Plenty of people look at me and think different. She's been walking around with that Mona Lisa smile like she's seen the light. And then I realized I was flying. Ellen, what are you talking about? For the sake of those who believe in her. Can't you remember? Ever looking down from above? To me, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. She's happy. You should be glad. In spite of those who don't. She's getting very difficult to live with. You know, you don't even understand her. She's alone. When hope is lost. She needs me. I need her. And science is helpless. There isn't much chance that she's ever going to recover. But she might. When you can't believe in what you know... Isn't there anything that you learned from her? We're all one. Believe in what you feel. What do you suppose we'll find when we travel to the stars? I don't know. I could take you there. From fear to freedom. From fear to freedom. From fear to freedom. From love to light. I know you're alive. And you're in there. Helen Cunin found a miracle. One touch. One moment, one dream at a time. Joanna Going, Dylan Walsh, Sean Patrick Flannery, Eden. Nothing on earth can stop a miracle. So there's that part of the trailer yeah. that you just loved. Yeah, we. I mean, we consume fear here, so you helped I mean, me with that. It did make me want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I wasn't ready to watch it until I heard that part. Well. So. If I thought for a second there would be fear in this movie, mm-hmm. I'm going to jump at that. Okay. That's all I got to say. I didn't feel the fear until we heard that. So. Exactly. 
But still, it's just good to watch a trailer. Do you want to describe what the movie is? You want to describe Eden? No. First, I'll describe how I'm describing it to you. Okay. I'm going to describe it first by stating that I came across this because of actually uh, the director. Mm. Did this other movie in the 70s. I'm going to say, I don't know exactly when. Don't have really have much means to look it up right now. Mm. But yeah, we don't have our encyclopedias here. Your family has the whole no, the whole set of encyclopedia. Yeah, oh. I know yours don't, but yeah, yeah. Well, at least this I'm getting my tattoo removed soon, so the Reese face yeah. tattoo. Mm-hmm. You're getting it taken off. Yeah, it's being. How do they on. do that nowadays? I don't know. It hurts. They like scrape. <laughs> So Eden, though, mm-hmm. written by a director, mm-hmm. and he made this movie in the seventies that I really appreciated. I saw it on an old VHS at my uncle's house or something, you know, at some mm-hmm. point, and I just thought it was a really neat movie uh, called American Pie. Mm. Not apple pie. It was called Apple Pie. You're right. Thank you. That makes more sense. Apple Pie is a good name for a movie. Yeah, American Pie is a weird name for a movie. Yeah, but it may I feel like it's the kind of movie that would definitely set off like a whole like genre of teen film somehow. Yeah, that makes sense. But Apple Pie was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it in 1975. It came out. Mm-hmm. But it was just this weird movie. It has this actor in it that uh, Tony Azito. It just blew me away. I thought yeah. it was a great movie. Huh. We're not here to talk about that. No. But Tony Azito... Like this guy. Yeah. Should really, people watch this before Eden or just jump right into Eden and hope that they work their way back? I would watch Eden. First. Mm-hmm. Okay. So watch Eden. Okay. Howard Goldberg. Who that? He's the director of both these movies. Oh, okay. Cool. Which is why I found Eden in the first place. All right. Just not like a huge deal. Just like it's thought maybe like... Sometimes the nine people that listen to the radio show, mm-hmm. sometimes maybe they'll be interested. Yeah, in the town. What town? That they're listening in. The town they're listening in. Yeah. Remember when we used to live in that other town? Uh-huh. So you're going to describe, are you going to describe the movie to me yet, or? Well, it's about a lady with MS. Uh-huh. And she is the wife of a college professor who's about 28, 29 years old. Mm -hmm. They live in a university town. It's in the 60s, Mm -hmm. 1965 or so. Yeah. Which I will say initially when we started watching the film, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't set in current 1996 Mm -hmm. day, just because best year, right? Yeah. Um, But, you know, I get it. It's a period piece, I suppose. And so they are there. Mm-hmm. And she has MS, and... Where's the polio brace? She has, like, yeah, she has, like, the brace thing. Mm-hmm. And probably won't ever recover. Yeah. But she might. She might. That's what they say once. Mm-hmm. Or twice. Also, everyone tells her she looks like shit in this movie, and she is really beautiful. Like, she's the most polished out of everyone in this academia town. Oh, she looks great. She's got, like... Kind of Jackie O vibes, like she's wearing like the shift dress and her hair is like, you know. Makes sense. Yeah, for the time. Well, yeah. 
1965. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what the 60s looked like. Right. But she doesn't, but people keep telling her, like, you look so tired, you look so run down. A, she has MS and she has to run this household. Only with two kids. Two pretty rambunctious kids. And B, like, Didn't have to have she doesn't look like that. But anyways, you can continue. She has MS. Husband. Husband, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, this one little, little college boy. Mm-hmm. Who really can't be much younger than her or her husband, frankly. No, they he looks like pretty similar um, in age. Played by Sean... He wants to be a writer. Yeah, played by Sean uh, Patrick Flannery, right? Who was Flannery. in Powder. Flannery. Flannery. Who was Flannery. in Powder. Powder. He was the Powder. He was the Powder. Oh, yeah. yeah with uh, little Jeff, Jeffy. Jeffy Jeff Jeff. Uh-huh. Jeffy Goldblum's mm-hmm. in the Powders. I think so. thought he was. I don't know. No one will correct us. Only came out like a, like what, a few a years year ago? ago? Last year, maybe? Last year. Saw it in the theater. That's yeah, funny. we saw it together. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But we're not here to describe powder. No. We're here to describe fear. continue describing the movie (sighs) so essentially she becomes like there's issues within the marriage she's trying to um enjoy some sex time with her husband he kind of keeps pushing her off you started to and so she's like frustrated like she thinks he's not interested um frustrated yeah and then in their attic, for some reason, like, three... I think this is probably common back then, but, like, I it's kind of like a boarding school type situation where, like, three of the students live with them in the attic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and they're being kind of tutored, perhaps, also? They're, yeah, they're being, like, mentored. Like, I think that's part of the deal of, like, yeah. living with one of the professors is you become mentored. One of them, played by, by Powder, um, he's not doing well. He wants to be a writer. It's almost failing. Yeah, yeah. At some point, he's called a beatnik because he reads like all these beatnik authors and doesn't want to read the classics. But he has the guitar. He has the guitar that he so, can only play the neck of. But you, you, just, you just put it on your back. Yeah. You just swing it around your back. Yeah. You don't actually have to play it. You just... No. Go yeah. hacky sack. Yeah. So the wife is um, discontent. Forms like a friendship that borders on romantic with this kid. But she's also, the big part of this movie is she's, um, has MS. astral project, she's doing astral projection. OAP. She has the capability, she finds out once when she falls asleep after they, the kids find like a raven with a broken wing. Oh yeah. And they put it in a cage Aww. in their kitchen. Yes. Called Henry. Henry the crow. The crow. Or Henry the raven. Or something. Yeah. And then that night she determines that she can astral project. True. The raven kind of brings it to her. In a way. But then You're it stays supposed with to her. assume that, but it doesn't really tie uh, it together that no. tight, but yeah. But, uh, I was thinking that if I came into your kitchen mm-hmm. and you had a raven in a cage, mm. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a great omen. Oh, I don't care. I just don't want a raven in the kitchen. Why do you have a live raven in your kitchen? I don't know why they had to. I Are mean, they were trying to. they were trying to, like 
rehabilitate it, I understand, but... It was in, um, like, a gilded birdcage. Yeah. And it's... No. In the kitchen. And everyone's fine with that. Yeah. Like, at least maybe put it in the window. Their like, borders are the fine city. with it. Yeah. Kids love it. You never hear it. Like, it's not screeching. Yeah. Anyways. I've lived with a few crows, and they are screechers. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And they know you. Mm. They remember me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They're smart. They're smart birds. Anyways, that's not even the more interesting part of this movie. The thing that I don't like about this movie is she does all this astral projection to the point where she, like, they assume she goes into a coma because she just kind of wants to be doing this all the time. Yeah. And you never see what she's doing. Like, you get these weird, like, gummy visions of, like, greens and blues, but you never see where she's going. Mm-hmm. Do you have gummies? No, I don't. I just said that to whet your appetite. I know how you feel about gummies. I do like the I do like the Helen character, the main character of this. She reminds me of like a Laura Flynn Boyle. Helen Coonan. Helen Coonan. She reminds me of like Laura Flynn Boyle from Twin Peaks. She has like this breathy mm-hmm. privileged like sadness that she's constantly walking around with. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, but there's parts of the movie that don't really tie together all too much. Well. It's a movie. Yeah. And here's my main problem with it, I think. Right. It's not fear. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I just don't think it is. No. It's not fear. It's not. Like, it's the year 1996. Mm-hmm. And there's... Best year of movies. Great, great films, great movies this year. Mm-hmm. More to come, I'm sure. Yeah. Before the year's up. But, like... I don't know. It's just not fear. This if a movie movie's... isn't fear, I just don't know what to do with it. I mean, I can talk about it. I can love it. Mm-hmm. But ultimately what it comes down to is once I like think about it in relation to fear, right. it just really loses all of its like glimmer. So can I ask, why are we doing this then? Why are we describing these films within 96? Are you hoping you'll find a new fear? Like, are you trying to find... Something else to maybe, like, fill a fear hole that's getting big and loose? No. Or what? I'm trying to let people know that 1996 is probably turning out to be the best year of cinema ever. hmm And that none of those movies, despite being in the best year of film, mm-hmm. are still not fear. So you're giving them a, a meter, like a measuring stick for the year of cinema. Yeah, okay. sure. If All that right. helps. Sure. If that helps you. Yeah, it does. Which brings me to our next segment that I'd like to interject here right now. Is that So I have to call fear or not fear. Uh to fear or not fear. Yeah, what do you fear? Yeah, fear or not fear. Uh I'm gonna say no fear. Mm Mm-hmm. Describe Uh, no fear. Like the kid peeing on the No. no fear. What is that, Calvin? Fuck you, Calvin. Um, no, it's no fear for me because there, I think there was a lot of things they could have done that would have been really cool with this movie. And yeah, like she's kind of supposed to be this weak woman and she kind of portrays herself as strong, but Mm -hmm. like there's even Mm -hmm. a part in the movie where they basically describe like this domestic Ah. abuse situation between two couples Mm -hmm. 
And the wife just simply says, well, we're like two peas in a murky pea soup. <laughs> well, it's to the 60s. describe this like domestic situation. So yeah, it's the 60s. It was fine. I'm interested to watch Apple Pie. I know you were like really excited about that. So well, too bad we're not talking about movies from the 70s. Sure. But well, um, this movie, it's entertaining. It's just I would say it's soft. It's a soft way to spend your evening. I I liked uh, Apple Pie quite a bit. Yeah. And I was excited. Because mm-hmm. this guy hasn't directed a whole lot of uh, feature films up to this point, mm. right? Yeah. That I could find. So I was kind of excited to see another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's not fear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You asked me why I don't. I gave oh, it, I gave uh, that I gave that yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because not fear. Right. That's I mean, because I that's why I didn't ask you because I already knew what you were gonna say. But that's fine. Why well, had the courtesy to ask okay. you? It's part of the part of the it's part of the game. <sighs> Is it courtesy if you're asking me just so I'll ask you? It was not fear. Okay. It's not fear. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, turn next week. Uh, tune next week. Same uh, time. Same channel. Which is I don't know. Ninety six. Ninety six. FM. FM. The fear. The fear. Mm-hmm. What about like this? We could like actually like do that so like how about this describe fear on 96 fm the fear we're your hosts On the next episode of Describe Fear, The Adventures of Pinocchio, 1996. Mm. Describe Fear. And cut. That's the end of the radio show. Yeah, you don't have to say that. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the radio show. Good job. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Good job I'm today. really looking forward to getting that tattoo off your face. You're a good it's reporter, I guess. You really carried that episode. I gotta tell you, thank you. Yeah, I know, I feel thank it. I'm uh-huh. exhausted. Yeah, well, Thanks. you're a little fun. From fear to... Describe fear!